0: Now listen to Dyke Hewitt Mills.
1: Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for your holy word. We come before you and we ask that you lead us, you guide us, minister to our hearts by your spirit and your word. In the name of Jesus Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. And uh, we will continue our study of the Word of God. Amen. How many were. It is good. In fact, I realized as we were praying that it was like we're having a camp meeting. We're just in the church throughout. Hallelujah. And uh, I sense that it's something that we will be doing more of. And um, I want to say that um, prayer is something that is not sometimes very easy to do on your own. Do you know that? Yes. So when you have a group of people to do it with, it's a very good thing. Can I have an amen? Yes. And as your pastor, it is my duty to give you a full spiritual package and not just part of the package are you listening to me that is why we do not just preach but we have miracle services so that we can pray for you anoint you with oil and um, pray that god will touch your life And build you up and heal you and so on we also have prayer meetings and fasting times together so that we can make sure that you also have that part of your spiritual life being built up can I have an amen Amen. so as a church we are trying to give a holistic package a holistic dinner if you like, a holistic meal, everything. Can I have an amen? Amen. So if you are in this church, decide that you will not just take a part, but you will take the whole package. If you do not take the whole package, what is going to happen is that one day you will have a problem and something will tell you, let me go and see the Juju man or go to your hometown depending on where your hometown is and you would try to have some fast solutions through there there are many people who go to orthodox churches and even charismatic churches and after going to church when it comes to dealing with certain problems they go to the juju man, they go to the occultist, they go for witchcraft power, they go for enchantments and spells and things like that. And what we are trying to tell you is that there is no need for all that. All that you need can be found in the church. The wisdom is here. And the power is also here. Yes. We have the power. We have miracles. We have the power. Those of some of you who have not been for miracle services, you will find if you come that we experience great moves of the spirit, and the power of God is here, to heal practically and really to deliver miracles and to deliver us from our distractions and to deliver us from the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. So please take part in the whole package. Amen. 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 We will, at the end of the year, be having a convention, as usual. Well, not as usual, but we will have some some kind of program. I would encourage you to be part on Christmas Day. We'll have a very special service and a surprise. I'll tell you about that, uh, which is coming up. Christmas is coming in about uh, six weeks' time. Uh, In the new year, we will have Fasting. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in addition to the fasting, we will have prayer. Because what I feel that we really, really, really need to do, especially after the 24 hour prayer, is we really need to pray. You see, we need to pray more than the fast, the fasting. Yeah, because the Bible teaches us very clearly that prayer leads to many solutions. Amen. And fasting is just something that augments the prayer. Hallelujah. In fact, Jesus never specifically taught people to fast or said you have to fast. It's just implied. Because he said when the bridegroom is gone Then they will fast So he knew that they would fast And he told them that certain problems Don't go out by fasting So it's clear, clearly implied that fasting is part of a Christian's life Paul said he fasted often So there's no way you can say fasting is not part But we must understand what fasting does God listens to prayer So I, I, I want you to really embrace All the aspects of our package that we are presenting to you amen 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 Amen. 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 please because i believe that god really wants to bless us god is building a nation a time will come lighthouse will be like a a, a nation oh yes will be like a nation within a nation we are growing we are getting there And now, you must remember that even though Israel is blessed, even though Israel is blessed, you will realize that among the Israelites, there were still people who were some way. So generally speaking, Israel is blessed. And I want to say that generally speaking, you find out that lighthouse will be blessed. But make sure that even within the lighthouse, you are among the blessed people that are moving. Otherwise, you may find yourself in the some way section. We have Korah, the rebels, and the disobedient people, and so on. So make sure that you are part of the blessed group that is moving. I see God taking us forward into major, major, major blessings. God is making a nation out of us. A time we come, we will come, we'll be numbered in hundreds of thousands. Oh, yes, hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands and we prayed about our own universities, hospitals, whatever. A time will come when, when you are in lighthouse, even though you are in Ghana you are also, and you are in lighthouse, you also have your schools, your hospitals, your everything. Security forces and everything will all be in it. Personal army. Hallelujah. Amen. But we need a personal army because we are being attacked by people last year. So next year we will be ready. Amen. Yeah. If the the government will not protect us, we have to protect and defend ourselves. It's a human right to be able to defend yourself. So if they will not defend us, then we will be armed. We'll be armed with live bullets. Yeah. Okay. Mark my words. Those of you who are here to hear, hear it. Either we are protected by the state forces, or we protect ourselves. How many are going to be part of the protection? Amen. So we stand by to prosper. Stand by to prosper. Amen. I said stand by to prosper. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe that God is taking us into a very important level. Amen. Amen. And I want you to come along. You know young men, you know a young man must be an upright man. A young man must be a good man. A young man must be a holy man. Let's have men of integrity in the church. Let's have men of truth in the church. Young men, let's have men who are decent in the church. Let's have men who say yes and it means yes. They say no, it means no. Amen. Let's have, let's have men who are upright. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's have men who are decent. Let's have men who are who are the type of men that God would like to bless and prosper. I'm speaking to all young men here. Hallelujah. So, let us move on with the blessings. And part of the blessing is part of the blessing is in prayer. And I am emphasizing it. I am not a witch doctor. I am not a magician, and I am not trying to deceive anybody. I am trying to help you to know God for yourself. That is what I am here to do. And I am trying to help you to receive God's blessings. This is what I am trying to do. So let's flow. So when, when we get to important parts, let us really flow in what God is doing. Amen. Pastor Big Daddy, please tell the people next door to lower their shouting and their volume so that we can concentrate. Amen. Right. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. We want to begin today's important message on how to deal with demons. Now, the first step in how to deal with demons, number one, is what? To be strong. Okay? Okay. To be strong in the Lord. Let's read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. And let's all read it together. Ready? Go. From 10 onwards. Let's read, let's take, so the first step to dealing with demons is to be strong in the Lord. Amen. 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 And the second step is to put on the armor of God. Now, turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I want to show you a scripture right there. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse number 4, 5, and 6. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Verse 6. And having in a readiness... To revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Amen. Let's read verse 6 again. Having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Hallelujah. It says we must be ready. We will have a readiness to revenge all disobedience. This is a a way of saying we will be able to attack the devil when what? Your obedience is fulfilled. Alright? Now you cannot deal with the devil when you are not ready yourself. I want you to understand that. Okay? You cannot deal with the devil unless you deal with yourself. I say you cannot deal with the devil until you deal with yourself. You cannot deal with the devil until you deal with yourself. Because the devil does not just walk into your life. He has to have a way to come into your life. Amen. Turn with me to the book of James. Let's read verse 7 of chapter 4. It says... Can you find it? James 4, 7. It says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. It says, submit yourselves therefore to God and then resist the devil. There is no then, there. But they are together. Those two instructions are together. And I believe that the fact that they are together tells us something. That you must be submitted fully to God before you try to resist the devil. Hallelujah. Even in, in, in the law courts, when a, a judge has to sit on certain cases, you realize that they sometimes are not qualified to, to judge certain cases because they themselves have a problem in that area. Are you understanding? Sometimes judges have maybe more than one wife. So, you, 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 you have a case of, uh, is it polygamy or bigamy? Bigamy or polygamy? Bigamy. You know, where maybe somebody has, you know, different wives or multiple wives or somebody is married under the ordinance and he also has other wives and so on. And you realize that they are not able to judge such cases. That's why there are very few of such cases brought you know, maybe to the court, because the judge himself is, is having that problem. Are you following what I'm saying? So, you have to deal with yourself before you can deal with the devil. That's why the Bible says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God, and then you resist the devil. And Second Corinthians says, we are having, in verse 10, verse 6, having a readiness to revenge disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So when your obedience is not fulfilled, don't try to deal with the devil. And that is why sometimes we cast out devils, come out, the devil will say, I won't come. And the devil will, the demons will start laughing at the people who are casting out the demons. Because the problem, the, the thing you are trying to, to, to deal with, you yourself have a problem. And that is why these seven sons of Skiva went to cast out demons... And when they cast out demons, they said in the name of Jesus and Paul and so on. And the demons said, okay, we know Jesus. He has caused a lot of problems. He, we, he was here. He worried us. Whenever he spoke, we had to run. Even we have 6,000 relatives who were driven out of a certain madman in Gadara because of this Jesus. We know him. We know him. But you, we don't know you. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, we don't, know, we don't know who you are. As a Paul, we also know him. One of our big generals was uh, possessing a certain lady and uh, y- using her, and Paul cast that, guy, that demon out of, of, of this woman. Uh, we, we, he's known. We know Paul, we know Jesus, and so on. But you, we don't know you. You are nothing to us. Come on. And then they possess the man to beat the seven guys. Supernatural strength. Seven men were beaten by one person. That is supernatural. Because when a demon possesses a person, it does unusual things. Unusual sex. Unusual strength. That's why the Bible says the madman of Gadara, he was in the mountains, in the cemeteries. He said every time they would bind him with fetters or with chains, he would break the chains. Because he, by demon power, he was... He was operating supernatural strength, abnormal strength. Abnormal physical things happen when a person is possessed by demons. Alright? So, so, that thing is supernatural. And you, if you are not yourself correct, you cannot deal with demons. So, when we talk about how to deal with demons, the first thing is to deal with yourself. The first thing is you yourself have to be a strong believer. If you are a weak Christian Demons, witches, witchcraft And all sorts of things Will come into your life Amen Are you listening to me today? Very very important And the second step Is to put on the whole armor Or put on the armor of God Now the armor of God Is something people take for granted And that is why I'm taking my time To show you That you need to put on the armor So the second step Is to put on the armor The third step Today we are moving on, is to put on the whole armor. The second step is to put on the armor. And the third step is to put on the whole armor piece by piece. Alright, are you there? To put on the whole armor piece by piece. What did I say? Put on the whole armor. Piece by piece. You must put on the armor of God piece by piece. Okay? Now let's look at the first piece of armor. What is it? Let's read verse 14. Ephesians. Alright, turn to Ephesians again. Are you there? Okay, it says, Wherefore, verse 13, take unto you the whole armor that you, you see in verse 11 he says put on the whole armor and then in verse 13 again he says for the second time wherefore take unto you the whole armor that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand now we start with the first piece now we are going to put on the armor in this third service piece by piece okay piece by piece are you there or you've gone home Okay, piece by piece dressing, alright? And like I said the other time, when you, are, when you don't have the armor of God, you actually, in the realm of the Spirit, look undressed. You look naked. And we read from Revelations where the Bible says, uh, you, you think you are rich and you have wealth and so on, but you don't know that you are poor, you don't know that you are sick, you don't know that you are naked. You know, so some of us are actually naked spiritually. When demons see us in the realm of the spirit, they see an uncovered person. And we need to be fully covered. Otherwise, demons can attack you and can kill you and can destroy you. Can I have an amen? Amen. Alright. So let's go now. Verse 14. First piece. Stand therefore... Having your loins get about with truth. Okay? And having on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, the first piece of the armor, and I want you to write it, the first piece of the armor is the belt of truth. Okay? Truth. Now, Isaac, get me my Amplified Bible. Now, the belt of truth. Now, truth stands for honesty, Number one, it stands for sincerity. Sincerity. Okay? It stands for integrity. Amen. It stands for integrity. For honesty. For sincerity. For deception free life. A deception free life. A life without deception truth pastor johnny read this verse for us from the amplified bible Ephesians 6 verse 14 okay now the, the, now let me let me also say this the fact that each part of the armor is at a different part of the body also tells us something the fact that it's a belt Tells us that it is holding our clothes together and it is preventing us from being disgraced. Write it down. It's holding your Christian life together. Honesty, truthfulness, sincerity holds your Christian life together. An absence of it leads you, I mean, if your trousers fall down, what will happen? Or your skirt? Huh? Would you like that? How would you feel like if you were walking around and your trousers are falling down or your skirt is down? What would you feel like? And there are many of us here, without our belt helping us, our trousers will be down. Amen. Pastor Johnny, is that not so? If I am to take off my braces now, my trousers will fall down hallelujah so there are uh, the belt of truth is keeping everything together are you ready with that verse from the Amplified Bible all right listen to the Amplified Bible yes
0: Ephesians chapter 6 verse fourteen. stand therefore hold your ground having tightened the belt of truth
1: around your loins and having put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral rectitude and right standing with God mm, amen. amen integrity you are seeing other words moral rectitude right standing that is even in the righteousness part praise the Lord now I want to say this that telling the truth right is an important part of your protection from evil spirits amen And let me let me let me emphasize this is something that most of us take for granted. We feel that you know it's just a lie. It's just a lie. I just lied. But it's not just a lie. Amen. It's not just a lie. When you tell a lie, you open yourself up. You see, this is what I want you to see. As soon as you tell a lie, you take off your belt. In fact, from today, whenever you tell a lie, just take off your belt. So it will help you to know what has happened. And your trousers fall down immediately. Your skirt drops. Everything. As soon as you lie, things just drop. I wish I could demonstrate it to you. It be some way. It is so somewhere. As soon as you open your mouth and you say something that is not true, you just expose yourself. Wow. That, that is frightening. That is really frightening. Because, I mean, we all thought that just telling a lie is like, you know, I mean, I lie. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I, you know, I was hot, so I lied. How I many have been hot, so you lied? How I many have been hot, so you lied? Yeah. I mean, we've all been hot to lie before. <laughs> Somebody said there are white lies and black lies. I mean, amen. So, anytime you tell a lie, you live a lie. There are people here, you are not married, you live together. You come to church, you walk together like that. You are not married, you are living a lie. Yeah. You come into church, you pretend that everything is okay. Everything is not okay. And you know it. You know it. There are people here, you cheat on your wives, you sleep with other women, you come home, you just move around with your wife. It's a lie. Your whole existence is a lie. Some of you have children, your your wife does not know. Yeah, you live with the wife for years, she does not know. It's only at your funeral that your other people will come and line up there. And you are just moving. You come to church, you give offerings, and you are a liar. Some of you are good at fasting and praying. But you are liars. Oh, yeah. Fasting and praying liars. Fasted lies. In fact, anointed lies. Every time you lie, you are taking off your. And the devil can see. <laughs> Three of them. I'm Let's go. And then they are moving on your case. Strong. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. If you can't say the truth, don't say anything. Let me help you. Just say, aye, aye, aye. I have to walk, and then run away. But I don't lie. At least your trousers will be on. <laughs> But don't, don't take it for granted from today. Don't lie. Develop a running stomach immediately and rush to the toilet. But don't, don't lie. I'm not saying, say that you have a running stomach when you don't have a running stomach. Find something to do in the toilet and go there fast. Otherwise you are adding a, a, a lie. Amen. Amen. That don't lie. When you lie, you are inviting God's anger and hatred. But apart from that, now we are not talking about even God. We are talking about demons and how they see us. Could it be that even as I'm standing here and the spirit, beautifully dressed, maybe some part of my armor is off. So as I'm standing here, maybe the demons are laughing at me. Maybe they can see some part is, is off. And when we get to a, a, a particular part like the helmet of salvation, you realize that, you see, the different parts are different because, you see, a person can be affected in his heart, his liver, his leg, his everything, but only your head. When they knock your head, you are finished. When we get there, you will understand what I'm talking about. But today, I'm saying, God is saying, put on the thing piece by piece. Piece, number one, is truth. Sincere. Let's be sincere. You see, that's why when people who don't say sorry easily are not sincere. Anybody who doesn't say sorry is not a sincere person, because, because you are not being sincere with you. The fact of the matter is that we are not perfect. The fact of the matter is that you could be wrong, and because you are a human being, you are often wrong. So when it's difficult for you to say sorry, or to admit, or even in an argument, to, to even admit that, look, yes, it's very, it's very likely that I've made it, the sincerity and truth is not in you. Even in politics, too, even you have an enemy, but you can see that your enemy is doing something that is good. And it's truthfulness that makes you be able to see that, look, no, it's true, this is my enemy, but Charlie, is right. But that's what we don't have in all our politics. Everybody has sat in each side of the gutter, and this one says these people are liars, and these people are wrong, and this side says these people are liars, and these people are wrong. So there's no truth. There's no truth in the politics at all. So they decide that truth will be part of your life. Now, where's my Bible? All right. Let's turn to Genesis chapter thirty-one. I want to show you something there. This is the story of Jacob. Verse chapter thirty-one. All right, chapter 31. Are you there? There's one, and he heard the words of Laban's son. This is Jacob, the story of Jacob, saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's, and hath he and all that was our father's, hath he gotten all this glory? Verse two. And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban, behold, it was not toward him as before. And the Lord said unto Jacob. Return unto the land of thy fathers, to thy kindred, and I'll be with thee. And Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field unto his flock. And he said unto them, See, your father's countenance, that is not towards me as before, but the God of glory has been with me. And you know that with all my power I have served your father. Amen. Amen. Verse 14. And Rachel and Leah answered and said unto him, Is there not yet any portion Or inheritance for us in our father's house. Are we not counted of him as strangers? For he has sold us. And has quite devolved also our money. They have done an engagement for Rachel and Leah. And Rachel and Leah were annoyed. And they said that their father had sold them. Amen. For money. Verse 10. For all the riches which God has taken from our father. That is ours and our children's. Now then. whatsoever God has said unto thee do. So, verse 17, Jacob rose up and set his sons upon camels and carried them away. All right. And Laban went to share his sheep. And Rachel had stolen the images that were her father's. Amen. Amen. Verse 20, and Jacob stole away unawares. Everybody say unawares. All right. To Laban and the Syrian. In that he told him not that he fled. So he fled. Verse 21. With all that he had, and he rose up and passed over the river. Verse 22. It was told Laban on the third day that Jacob was fled. And he took his brethren with him. That is Laban. And pursued after him seven days journey. And they overtook him in the mount of Gilead. Are you listening? And God came to Laban the Syrian in a dream by night. And said unto him, take heed that thou speak not to Jacob, either good or bad. (laughs) Hallelujah. Then Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the mount, and Laban with his brethren pitched in the mount of Gilead. And Laban said unto Jacob, What hast thou done, that thou hast stolen away unawares to me, and carried my daughters as captives? And taking them captives as captives taken with the sword. What for didst thou steal away secretly and steal away from me and didst not tell me that I might have sent thee away with meth and with songs and with tablet and with harp? Has thou, thou hast not suffered me to kiss my sons and my daughters. Thou hast now done foolishly in so doing. It is in the power of my hand to do you hurt. But the God of your father spake unto me yesterday night, saying, Take heed that thou speak not to Jacob, either good or bad. Hallelujah. I want you to see something right here. Jacob was living with his father-in-law and married Laban's daughters. And he decided to leave home. And he deceived his father. In fact, he tricked his father-in-law and ran away with his daughters. And he did him evil in so doing. Now, we are talking about truth, honesty, sincerity. It is true that God has told him that he should go. But in going, he had to do the right thing. Amen. Many people, when they are trying to do what they are going to do, try to do it, doing it the wrong way. One pastor was going to work for us. He was working somewhere. And uh, he came to me and he said he was going to work in the church. He wanted to work in the church. And I said, okay. Then I said, what are you going to tell people? He told them, he said, I'm going to tell them that I'm going to do a course. I'm going to do an MBA or something like that. And I said to him, why do you have to tell them that? Just tell them that you are resigning. And just tell them that you are going on to do whatever. If you don't want to tell them where you are going, just tell them that you are resigning. But why, why lie? Why lie in addition to living? Amen. And I want to say something here. I want you to notice that when Jacob decided, he said that look, you stole away with my. You see, stealing and lying go together. They are twins. A liar is usually a stealer. So when he stole, he ran away and deceived, again His deception, his father-in-law. And when his father-in-law was coming, it was legally right for his father-in-law to curse him and to fight him. Because he stole her. he ran away with his, his children, his grandchildren, and his daughters. And he did him wrong. And he said, I, can't, I'm, I'm, I am legally right to curse you now. And God had to appear to him in a dream and stop him. Because God knew the power in this man, the human being, the power this human being had to curse him. So God had to appear and said, don't curse this guy because I've blessed him. God had to appear. God had to intervene over this deception. Because every time you you lie, you open yourself up to powers. Powers of destruction. Powers that can kill you. Powers that can destroy your life. Powers that can come in. That is why we must decide that lies and deception. Look, it must go out. And apart from oral, physical lies, we must remove deception from our hearts. That's why God loved David because David, the type of prayers that David would pray, "Search me, O Lord, and know my heart. Try me and know my thought, and see." If there is any wicked way in me. <laughs> I mean a man doesn't think of any wicked way. But he's saying try. Try me on Lord. Say please. If there is some. Maybe there is something. That's a sincere man. A sincere man says maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. That's why I lead us to pray Lord forgive us. Have mercy on Maybe there is something we've done. We don't even know. That is sincerity. And when that thing is not there. we are open to curses. Like Laban was open to a case. Turn with me quickly to 2nd Thessalonians. Chapter 2, quickly, please. Can you find Thessalonians? Genesis, Exodus, Thessalonians. Just move in that order. Alright, have you found it? Verse 9. Chapter 2, verse 9. Even him, alright, who's coming after the wicked of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. They did not like the truth. Alright. Verse 11. Verse 11. 2 Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 11. Have you found it? Have you found it? I can see people are still turning. Find it. It's in the Bible. Ah, huh? It's in the Bible. Alright. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. A lie. Eh? Verse 12. That they all might be damned. They are going to be damned because of the lie. Damnation comes because of the lie. Who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness damnation is one day when God is going to punish some people he will allow them to have a lie and believe a lie and that will lead to their damnation and to their destruction one time Jesus was rebuking the Pharisees he said you are of your father the devil because he is a liar and the father of it Satan himself is the author of lies and deception there are too many liars in the church the church is full of liars full full like that full if this is the cup the liars are up to here, just the top. Sincerity must come. Amen. Sometimes when I preach and I'm, it applies to you, you don't even see it. Like now, it's not me, it's you. And let me tell you, look, there's no shortcut. Even if you go to Juju and you go and get your powers and they do whatever I want, afterwards you'll be destroyed. My, my, my friend my friend and man of God was telling how you know they, 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 they did that he wanted to be rich he went to see the juju man and so on they told him what to do and it's going to make him very rich and they told him what to do he said you get a, um, a chicken remove all the feathers we'll put it in a room and uh, we'll lock the room the room the, kitchen, the chicken will stay without food and water for seven days and nights and then afterwards we will open the door and the chicken will come out. The chicken which has no feathers on it, which has not eaten for seven days and nights. Then he said, you are going to take your hand. This was, I was telling that is you take your hand and you put your hand into a bucket full of grains of corn, fat grains of corn. And you fill your hand as many grains of corn as you can hold. Okay? Then you will pour it on the floor. This is power past power, not power past power, but power for wealth witchcraft power he said you pour the grains on the floor and the chicken which has not eaten for seven days or nights whose feathers have been removed all right and has not drank water will come and eat the grains of corn okay then you will light a bonfire outside the house now when the chicken which has not eaten for seven days or nights, whose feathers have been removed comes out, it will eat as many grains of corn as it can, and then it will rush out into the fire, and it will burn, be burnt in the fire. Now, he says that the number of grains, you see, so he said that when that happens, your prosperity is sealed. But, this is the catch. The number of grains of corn, remember you take your hand full of grains of corn, and you pour them on the floor. The number of grains of corn which the chicken leaves which it doesn't eat that is the number of years left for you <laughs> on this earth <laughs> are you here or you've gone home? So Satan's prosperity are you listening to me? It is it is real, but that is why the Bible talks about the blessing of the Lord which maketh rich, and adds no sorrow to it. Give the Lord a shout and a clap for the that, that has no sorrow. So I am teaching you the way of blessing without sorrow. I, I cannot lie to you and say, come and see me, for you to all queue up behind my office, and then I will pray for you, anoint you with oil, do various things to you, and so on, and say, go, it's okay with you. I have to tell you the truth. That you have to, if you want to protect yourself from witchcraft and wicked powers of the devil, you must put on the belt of truth that will hold everything together. From today, I want you to be sincere. From today, I want you to be truthful. From today, lies must completely cease. Whether they are lies that will bring you money, lies that will bring you blessings, lies that will do whatever, just stop lies. Let's be honest. Let's be men and women of integrity. Let your yea be yea. When you say yes. No man here should ever propose to a girl and not marry her. If you propose, marry. If you say I will, will. I said, if you say I will, then will. Is there any man who is listening to what I'm saying today? May the curse of the Lord be on you if you go around proposing to people and And deceiving them and leaving them stranded after years. May the curse of the Lord be with you. Yeah. Yeah. And and it is in the power. You see, that's why one day a certain lady, she she took off her. She took off her, what do you call it? Exposed her breast and began to curse. And some of those curses will come to pass. Amen. Some of those curses will come to pass. Because Laban said, do I not have the power to curse you now? But you deceive me. You run away. I'm in the house with you. For three days, I think you are in the house. I knew you are not in the house. He thinks he, he's in the house. He feels that people are like, that they are not in the house. They have traveled far away. I have power now to curse you. You give the devil power to hurt you when you lie. And when you live in deception. From today, lies are over in your life. From today, that thing will not be part of your life. I want to speak to all but there are people who say you can't be a businessman without being corrupt, but from today, lighthouse businessmen, you will be businessmen without telling lies and without cheating people. Sometimes you see people who have been cheated and they still they, they want they curse. I, I, I've heard people cursing. You, know. you see them shaking, and even sometimes calling names and various things because of they've been cheated out of their money. And they start to curse. Do you, want all those, do you want all those things to come to you? Don't think that, oh, don't mind her. Bishop has blessed me. This woman's curse cannot work. No. Listen to Levan. Even God came to intervene and said, Chale, please don't say anything. Because I know if you say, my laws have to back it. Because God is not like some governments who, when the thing is against them, they, 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 they will twist the whole thing. God is righteous. Amen. I see you telling the truth. I see, I see the belt of truth coming on from today. From today you will not be disgraced. Amen. Amen. From today everything will be on. Hallelujah. Amen. Honesty. I see honest Christians in our church. Amen. Amen. I see honest sisters. Hallelujah. Amen. I see honest sisters. Amen. How can you be a Christian in the choir? You are wearing the loop. You are not married. You are wearing loop. Taking the pill. You are not married. You are taking the pill contraception because you know that fornication is part of you. So just to prevent it on a regular basis, and you are in the church and you are in the choir, you are taking pill. You know pill when I say pill. You don't understand. Stand to your feet. I'll explain to you next week. Yeah. Just lift, lift, in fact, don't even lift your hand, just ask the Lord for forgiveness and then ask the Lord to just cleanse you from every, what do you call it, lies and deception and everything that is not sincere, 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 sincere. Sincere. Ashibolo Bobolo When we walk with, with the, the Lord. Lord in the light of His, His word, word, what a glory he sheds on. fight with us too, and with all
0: who will
1: trust and obey, trust and obey, all that's no But to trust Listen. There are some people who tell lies in church too. And the Spirit of God is just saying something that is because of these lies that we die. And if you remember Ananias and Sapphira, they were bringing offering to the church. There was no need to lie, but they wanted to make an impression. And they lied to the pastor. They lied to Peter. And the wife died, or the husband died. And then the wife also came. And she also died. Peter said, They are coming to carry you. And they died in the church. Somebody has said, The pastor is killing people. In Ghana, in fact, people would have been, the family members would have been very angry with the church. And they are killing people in the church. But you are killing yourself when you lie hallelujah father thank you for your word today just ask the lord to cleanse your heart and from today lying is over it's it's out of your life deception is gone insincerity dishonesty is going away whether you are a politician you be a you will no longer be a lying politician if you are a, a, what you call it a, a, a businessman you are going to speak the truth you're not going to deceive and cheat people Oh father thank you for your holy word in jesus name i thank you for the spirit of truth and honesty that prevails in the church from today in jesus name and as every head is bowed and every eye is closed if you are here you have to be born again otherwise you will go to hell and if you are here today maybe somebody invited you but in your heart you are not a christian you want to give your life to jesus christ you want to say pastor pray with me i want to be born again i want to be a Christian. Lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you Lift it up high Maybe you are a Christian but you know in your heart You are not a real Christian You want to stop pretending in your heart Come give your life to the Lord today And you will be set free Lift up your hand, don't try and pretend God knows everything, that is the thing about God He knows everything No more deception, you are in the church but you are not a real Christian You want to say Maybe you are not sure, you want to say Pastor pray with me, I want to give my life to God Lift up your hand and I'm going to pray with you God bless you all those who have lifted your hands, please come to the front. Come, come to me here. Come, come to the front. God bless you, come. Come, come. please, quickly, from the back, wherever you are, come, 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 come. Good, good, put your hands together. Can you come quickly, please? Help them to come quickly. Yes. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Say this prayer. I say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus forgive, me forgive me for my sins. For my sins. I, realize I realize that I am not a Christian. That I'm not a Christian. From, today, From today. Forgive me. Cleanse, me, Cleanse me, wash me, wash me in the blood of Jesus. In the
0: blood of Jesus.
1: I, receive Christ I receive Christ as my personal savior, as my
0: personal savior. and from today, from today
1: I, will serve the Lord.
0: I will serve the Lord. Thank
1: you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. What's your name? Evelyn, Bevelin. You are blessed. You are blessed. Ismon, you are blessed. Mamiesi, you are blessed Edugemfi Kratus Donatus, you are blessed this you, you, you are blessed, you are blessed You are blessed, you are blessed, all of you Amen God bless you all, from today you are members of the church Salome, you are blessed I want you to go with our pastors We are going to give you a book, a present, amen For you to take home, are you excited about that? And we want you to come to church every week From today, your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for them. Go this way. Amen. You may be seated.
0: God bless you for listening to this message.